and then we did the 96 chant and i <laughs> i just remember i mean we were united yes in being as obnoxious as possible i think we we're loud yeah um yeah we were super loud it was impressive definitely but if they are going to be truthful if they're going to be real about the situation yeah. The, mom, the moment after that first pep assembly was the beginning of the end of what our footprint in that school forever. What do you what do you say when you go home to your wife? So how did it go today, huh? <laughs> um, well, the fucking ninety six class, those sons of bitches. Just, you know, all I was trying to do is just put on. We got a big game this weekend, and those sons of bitches just kept saying "stroke it." They're wearing this Phoebus and Butthead t shirt. You heard that there, class of 1996, John Adams High School, united in being as obnoxious as possible. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Memory Mission. The spelling is not a typo. My first name starts with an M and my last name is Emery. Memory Mission is a podcast that is just that. I am on a mission for memories, not just any old memories you see. I am extremely blessed to share such fond, wild, and crazy memories with my friends and family. One of my longtime goals has been to capture and share these memories in some way because a lot of this stuff you just cannot make up. But I never would have jumped into this work if I did not make a major life-changing decision two years ago. I stopped depending on a drink each night to cope with life stressors. That is the absolute wrong way to handle it. So I had to make a change, and I haven't looked back since. And with these newfound changes, I have a newfound perspective of life. While unlearning a harmful habit, I knew that then I had the time to start on that longtime goal of capturing and sharing our memorable and wild stories. So I taught myself all that I could about recording, producing, and shaping our memories into fun and engaging audio stories that I believe more people than just my friends and family would feel a connection to. Before we move on, I want to take a moment to ask you a favor. If you're digging the show, please share it with somebody that you think would appreciate it. You can text them the show's link. It's on all of the popular podcast platforms, or you can even share on your own social media feed. While everyone does not share the exact same memories that we do, I think people share similar enough memories so they can relate to ours. Case in point, our previous two episodes were based on the Cypress Hill Temples of Boom tour. I had about a dozen or so comments from people across the country and even a guy in Canada sharing their memories of the exact same tour. Again, I think people can relate, so please pass on the good word. I definitely appreciate it. Also, please be sure to follow on Twitter at Memory Mission and Facebook Memory Mission. A few years ago, our buddy Todd texted us a picture of something that I hadn't even thought of in 25 years. It was the picture of a t-shirt, a ratty t-shirt. Actually, there were two pictures of the shirt, one on the front and one on the back. The front of the shirt had the words written, Phoebus and Butthead, and the back had the words, Stroke It, along with the cartoon depiction of the iconic character, Butthead, of the duo, Beavis and Butthead, and our high school principal at Adams High School, Mr. Phoebus, with his arm over Butthead's shoulder, wearing a shirt and tie, holding a beer. And Butthead is proudly wearing an Adams t-shirt himself. Obviously, this shirt has a story. 
a story that simply cannot be made up. Again, that was the first time that I had seen this shirt in over 25 years, and I instantly tried to remember everything surrounding the creation of the shirt. I knew it had something to do with a large group of students in our class, the class of 1996, being complete idiots, acting a fool, mostly during pep assemblies. But it also had something to do with us acting a fool in response to the school's administration, led by the principal, Mr. Phoebus, trying to crack down on our pep assembly fun. But the memories were a bit hazy, so I knew that was the perfect topic to do some episodes on and truly go on a memory mission. So I met with buddies Mark, Kip, Nick, Mike, Jack, Todd, Jim, my wife, my parents, and even a little surprise guest that really helped provide some perspective during this period of time. What you will hear over the next three episodes are the events leading up to the creation of the Phoebus and Butthead t-shirt, starting with our impressions of our first pep rally, ending with a little rebellion, and all of the shenanigans in between. Seriously, the first time that I walked into a pep rally at Adams High School freshman year, I had no clue what to think. It was insane. So I asked some of my guests to describe their thoughts upon entering their first pep rally. This is important because as you'll hear, by the end of our tenure, things had changed. Here is Mark describing how he felt lost in the wildness of his first pep rally and how normally the pep rally is more hype than the actual sporting event. We went to Jefferson Elementary, Edison Middle School, and Man, one of the highlights of Jefferson was you were just a standout basketball player on the on the 1990s <laughs> city championship. A key player in that championship game. Crowd went nuts there. Edison, I don't remember too much athletics there. Then we get to Adams High School. And do you remember at all the first time you heard about a pep rally or the first time you walked into that gym? Do you remember anything about it? I remember being blown away at how big the place was. Yeah, talk you know, to me. It was just, it, it's weird to think about it now because I've mm -hmm. been there as an adult and right. you kind of you start to appreciate the architecture and yep. just, I mean, that thing's been around for ages. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, I don't know. I felt lost. Yeah. You know, it was like, I don't even know where to go. Correct. And, yeah, everybody's already going crazy down, yes. down in like the bleacher area uh -huh. where the other classmen were. Right. Um, you know, and the band would get out there and, and the cheerleaders. I remember the pep rallies being way more exciting than the sporting event. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I mean, if we were there to hype up football, that was kind of, I mean, the football team was going to lose. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Just unfortunately, they, correct. Weren't, they weren't good. Correct. Uh, but uh, the basketball team had some good ones, but... I don't know. The pep rallies were always bigger than the game, I think. Right. Kip talks about how hyped the pep rallies were early on with skits involving football players and cheerleaders. After Kip, Mike briefly describes how cool it was at first. Um, but dude, I, I just vaguely remember, you know, walking into the gym like freshman year, like little kids. Mm -hmm. 
and it was a scene. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Um, Especially our freshman, sophomore years, um, the pep rallies were huge. Yes. Um, The upperclassmen were into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Football teams would even have little skits and stuff. That's right. I completely forgot about it. Kunzer dressed up like as a farm Uh pen kid or something and right I strolled in forgot and, about the skits and but that you know like the thompsons and yes. uh, marcus ellis or whatever his yes. name was like those kids those guys were like totally into it uh-huh. wore their uh, letter jackets yes. with, with pride uh-huh. and um friday game days you know or their jerseys friday game days yes um by our senior year there wasn't any of that shit going no on. <laughs> but that's kind of how i remembered it is Freshman year, I remembered it being for our freshman and sophomore year, a lot more hype. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. Now, the football team was not necessarily any better. Oh, no. They were they, not as, they weren't like champions at all. So, oh, no. So, no. We, we had Delshawn Pickett. <laughs> that's true, too. So, that was, so like having our, him was hype. Yeah. Him. Mike definitely thought that the early pep rallies were cool. Here he is. As it, as it happened, like as we went to some of these pep rallies, and like I said, I missed a few of them, uh-huh. but I, totally remember and those were actually pretty legit like, yeah I, I remember like the 96 yeah 99996 uh-huh. and everybody was kind of kind of into that yeah. stuff and i was like man this is pretty slick yeah. i love it and i felt like we were always the loudest i don't know if we were right or not, but next nick talks about the crazy chants and signs that we encountered the first time that we attended a pep rally do you remember though? Because after I've I've met with like Jim Walsh and Kip, do you remember? You know, we went to Edison eighth grade. We were big dogs at Edison. You know, the big eighth graders. But then freshman year, do you have any remembrances like walking into the gym at Adams for a pep rally at all? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember just being overwhelmed. You know, with the yes. people that were in there, and uh-huh. all the different yes. grade levels, because they brought us all together in the gym. At yes. once. it wasn't just uh-huh. the class of '96; it was everyone. You know, including mm-hmm. seniors. Yep. And I, I just remember them being wild and crazy, and <laughs> signs and yep. chants. And if you didn't, you were gonna get left behind. So yeah. I, think, I think pretty quickly we realize okay we're gonna have to we're gonna have to be loud and you know yep. get, get into it otherwise we're we're gonna get left out. Next, my buddy Jim, who was in the class after us, class of 1997, describes his early pep rally memories and a few different chants that he recalls. So when you were a freshman, I was a sophomore. Mm-hmm. It would have been 1993 slash 94. Yep. Um, freshman year, you know, we, we both came from Edison Middle School, you know, just yeah. some middle school. But freshman year, we learned that there was something called a pep rally. <laughs> do you remember, or, or, or if you don't remember, just kind of what do you think your thoughts would have been walking into that gym and just seeing all the people in there screaming, yelling? <laughs> Well, you know, being, uh, well, of course, Jack, Correct. you know, you know, being my cousin, uh-huh. you know, uh, and, and a friend, obviously uh-huh. I heard about the, the pepper uh-huh. and you know, how wild they, they could get, but also, um, you know, elementary school, middle mm-hmm. school, we were going to the basketball games anyway. 
So like we saw That's the stu- we saw the student section. That's true. And so you know we we saw yeah. how the students were then hype at the game. And and so of course we're we're just sitting there. And I'm I'm like getting I'm getting goosebumps. Right now. <laughs> you know we're, <laughs> oh, yes. I, we're sitting there thinking I can't wait to. Uh-huh. You know, it's going to be the best ever. Yep. You know, we're going to be right there with it. If uh-huh. we're not on the court, which, you know, at that time we still had hoop dreams, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just remember, uh, you know, all the, the we are JA, of mm-hmm. course, you know, that was mm-hmm. always a big one. The whole school would be going wild. And yep. then, and then of course, you know, the, the, the year, the year, your class the chant. year chant, yep. the, you know, 97, 97, yep. 99, Speaking of Jim's class 1997, I had to get my wife Annie on for her first ever appearance on Memory Mission. It's a short appearance, but she knows who the best class was, even though she was in the class of 97 along with Jim. She also is the only member of an exclusive club of guests who have appeared on this podcast. What do you remember about pep assemblies at John Adams High School? Well, they were always pretty hype. Okay. Um, your class in particular <laughs> was always pretty hype. Um, just loud. And the cheers. Yeah. 96. 96. 90, of course. 96. But you were 97, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Boring old 97. Yeah. Yeah. So you I don't know. I think some pretty dang good people came from the class of ninety-seven. Some dang good people did. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> a lot of a lot of my great great friends. But some of the craziest <laughs> people <laughs> came from the class of ninety-six. Damn right. Dang right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you also had the distinct advantage and you actually are probably the only human being that is on this podcast that performed in the band during a pep assembly. What are your thoughts what are, what are your thoughts about that? I, what do you remember about the pep rallies and you being in the band? You you led the charge. If it wasn't for you and your flute, we would not have been that hype. Speak to me. Well, this one time at band camp. <laughs> joking. That shit, that never happened. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, I remember doing pet band maybe fresh, for sure freshman year, maybe sophomore year, but I don't know if I did any time after that. Next, Todd described his early thoughts about the pep assemblies. You'll also hear him describe the setup in the gym with the freshmen and sophomores in the upper regions of the gym looking down on the juniors and seniors who are standing on the bleachers close to the floor. As you'll hear later, the Adams Gymnasium is much more than just a basic high school gym. It's a very historic auditorium built in the early 1940s with wood seats and even a stage. Speaking of pep rallies, I remember freshman year walking into that gym like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. What? Do you remember what your thoughts were freshman year in a pep rally? Oh, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, we were, you get thrown into the pep, into the gym. You got to go. The freshman had to sit up uh-huh. top. And then I think the seat, so the seniors and the juniors were down on the floor, yep. sophomores and freshmen up top. Yep. And then we did the 96 chant. And I, <laughs> I just remember 
I mean, we were united yes. in being as obnoxious as possible. I think we're loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were super loud. It was impressive. Definitely. When asked about his first few pep rally experiences, Jack stuck his chin up and chest out and proudly described the exact moment in history that John Adams High School class of 1996 claimed our stake as that class. That class that pretty much stirred the pot daily. That class that teachers and principals rarely forget. And we also are that class that was never going to back down. Well, let's go back to let's let's go back to freshman year when we yeah. were introduced to the tradition. Yes. And uh, so Phoebus was, I believe, his first year. Yes, sir. And um, you know, we were we were up in the Raptors because we yes, were sir. freshmen. Uh-huh. And I, I I know this sounds like I'm just saying this to say it, but I really mean it. I feel like the day that the class of 96 made their mark in history uh-huh. Uh-huh. was the start of the pep rounds. Yes, because, sir. because I, when we walked into that bitch, uh, you know, of course we first, we were shocked cause we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what right. to do, right. uh, but the chance, you know, yes. nine, nine, 93, nine, nine, 94. And then yes. you had us going like 96, nine, nine, 96. You know? <laughs> that lasted one time. Because I, and it's in a way, and I don't remember the exact moment. I just know that all of us looked at it and said, fuck this, let's go. Yep. Like, it's about to take this bitch over. Song. And I know people within these classes are going to hear this and they know this. Yeah. So though they should not, <laughs> they should not try to dispute this. And we hey, have, they can come on the show. Hey, they can they, come on the show. Had, and we were friends with every class. So it's not and like we I'm were. trying to disrespect anybody. We were. But, but if they're going to be truthful, if they're going to be real about the situation, yeah. The, mom- the moment after that first pep assembly was the beginning of the end of what our footprint in that school forever. You just heard very similar answers from my different friends when asked what their first impression was the first time they attended a pep rally freshman year. I remember it as being hype. It was a blast. Even Jim got goosebumps reminiscing about it. For the second half of this episode, I wanted to create and share some perspective of the events leading up to the creation of the Phoebus and Butthead t-shirts. But first, I am so glad that our next guest was so willing to come on and share her perspective. See, I wanted a perspective from a teacher standpoint, and I instantly thought of one teacher who I felt could provide us with the perspective from a different lens. Not through the lens of a silly, immature, 16 or 17-year-old boy, but through the lens of a young teacher who truly cared about us and our futures. Since we're all grown up now and I think we're adults, I'll try to call her by her first name, Janae, but many of you listening would recognize her as Miss Cox. I thank you so much, Janae, for coming on and sharing your memories. Uh, We definitely had a blast and you truly provided some great insight, not just to 1990s pep rallies and stupid behavior, but also to how important those high school years are and learning how to navigate through life. Because in just a few short years, whether you like it or not, you're an adult. Here she is sharing her memories of getting hired to teach at such a young age and stepping into the lion's den. I mean, eagle's nest with bated breath. All I have perspective is just 
us, yeah. you know. And then I'm thinking, God, I, you and you, when you started, you were young too. Baby. So yeah, let's talk about it. When, what year did you start at Adams? Do you remember? Um, ninety-three. I, you know, I was just, I was just doing the math because okay. I'm thinking about when can I retire. Yeah. So like, yeah. 93. 1993, the fall of 93? Yes. Okay, so that would have been our sophomore year because we, yep, yep, That would make sense. And then the next year was our junior, the following year. Okay, so fall of 93, and that was your first job? That was my first straight out of college. I graduated from Ball State Uh in um, December of 92. Okay. And then here we are. Did did Mr. Phoebus hire you? Is that who? Yes. Yep, I had this big portfolio uh-huh. we weren't in technology then and no. i walked in all dressed up and uh-huh. by the time i got home i had a phone call i, I wow. lived in the port so, so by the time i drove home, or whatever yeah. and yeah. he called you back yep so dang and i was scared oh my god for the interview you were scared i was scared for the whole process yeah because i mean laporte's a lot different than south bend so laporte's way different yeah. even 30 years ago laporte is different than south yeah bend. so uh, my experience my life experience uh-huh was about to change. Wow. Yeah. So so you had gone to high school in Laporte, uh-huh. then to Ball State. Then to Ball State. Then got hired. Here, Here you I go. am. Yep. Adams High School. Yep. This story just cannot be told without a little description of the epicenter of all the shenanigans, Hadaway Shack, the gym at John Adams High School, also known as the Eagle's Nest. You see, this just isn't any old high school gym. It's truly a historical landmark. When it opened up in 1940, it was basically a community center, not just a school. During that time, it had the largest capacity around, so it hosted all of the sectional, regional basketball tournaments. It used to host plays, concerts, and all types of community events. It has those old, fold-down wooded seats, art deco architecture throughout, old-school mezzanine, and even a stage which is no longer there since the most recent renovations. So it's definitely more than a gym. First, Mark and I describe how cool it is. And after that, Janae describes the similarities between her hometown Civic Auditorium and the Adams Auditorium and how that provided an instant connection. Dude, you and you did mention the size of it. To our listeners... When you come from a middle school gym, you're talking like you pull the bleachers out, okay? Like the custodian pulls the bleachers out, pushes the bleachers in, just tiny. But our high school gym was a legitimate early 1940s auditorium with wooden fold-down seats. You know, probably seats a couple thousand people in there. And to walk in there, and I remember, I I just remember walking in being not, like you said, not knowing where to go, what to yell. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's even it's because it's built obviously as a gym, but uh-huh. it's also built like for uh, stage Correct. shows. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, a huge stage at one end of the gym. Mm-hmm. There's a mezzanine. Correct, which, overlooking which yes. we were never allowed to sit nope. in. <laughs> nope. But it was all. It, it's such a cool look. Uh huh. Yeah. Because uh, that'd be a heck of a view up there for a basketball game. Yes. You just can't see the hoop. Right. Below you. Yeah, but it'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Just can't see the hoop below you. The physical description of the Adams Gym is kind of big because it's not your typical high school gymnasium. It's old school. It's old school. Yeah. 
Talk to me. Ah, well, um, you know, I grew up in Laporte. Mm-hmm. We had a modern gym, but okay. in Laporte is the um, Civic Auditorium. All right. Which is the old school where they used to play their basketball uh-huh. games. Uh-huh. And it is, it looks like Adams. Just That's what it is. Auditorium with that type. upper level, yes. um, you know, the bucket seat yes. thing. Um, wooded seats. And then wooden... the game takes place down in, you mm-hmm. know, and um, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Okay. So ironically, you mm-hmm. know, culture shot coming to South Bend uh-huh. from the port, that was a little piece of home. That was a little familiarity. Wow. You know, like, I oh, I get this environment. Yeah. This is not, this is old school, uh-huh. but that's, that's what we're all about. So, yeah. yeah so it was kind of, you know, meant to be, I guess. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I love that environment. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's, and I think that's a part of it is the mystique in that gym too. It's not, it's not a cold, like warehousey type yeah. gym. It's like a neat, um, what's the architectural, um, early forties, whatever the hell, I don't know, whatever yeah. the architectural right. term is. But it gives uh, the but, Eagle's nest. It gives it, it's yes. a, you know, a sense of pride yes. and being different. Exactly. You know? So you walk in there, you felt different yes, right away. So, exactly. Yeah, I thought yep. that was cool. My buddy Nick attended Jefferson Elementary, Edison Middle School, and then freshman year of Adams High School with us. But after freshman year, his family moved and he attended LaSalle High School, which was located on the northwest side of the city. I thought it would be good to ask him to compare the differences between the pep rallies at the two schools. Here is Nick. When you went to LaSalle, still pep rallies there? We did, but it was it was nothing like Adams. It really? Was, it was just a bunch of people sitting around. <laughs> listening, to, <laughs> listening to the football coach. Like the football coach would come out and make a speech. I think that the principal would say something. And... No one, re- no one really cared. I mean, we were just, we were just there, and <laughs> it, did, it didn't help that we sucked at every single sport imaginable. I yeah, mean, yeah. So did we. We, we, had a good, we did have a good basketball team, but other than that, you did. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Our football team. I don't That's... think we won. We might have won one game the whole time I was there. Not a, I think, not a joke. I think. That's crazy because I think us too. Adams was atrocious, also, and it was hard to get hype for that. So I think at Adams, what we ended up doing was. Instead of focusing on the football team, we just focused on the shenanigans up there. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it would help tell this story if my own parents, who attended Adams in the early 70s, shared some school spirit stories from their time there. I always like to provide a perspective from different angles, and I think it just helps to tell a better story. For us to attend the same school 20 or so years later, it's really neat to compare the similarities and differences. You'll hear us discuss how their principal, Mr. Shebish, had just retired the year prior to us attending. So Mr. Phoebus's first year there as principal at Adams was our first year as well. This partnership, as you will see, was doomed to fail. Anyways, here are my parents and I. When I was a freshman, it was Mr. Phoebus's first year. His predecessor was Mr. Shebish, who was ours, who was you guys' mm-hmm. principal. Yeah. And this was in 1992 I got there, and you guys graduated in Dad 73 and Mom 74. Mm-hmm. So what we caught was a brand new principal, and as the rest of the building still did pep rallies kind of crazy like it was previously with your principal, 
we caught kind of the the new principal trying to squash it, you know. Wow. The the spirit. That's what we wow. felt. Anyways, what do you guys remember about pep rallies or anything like that in your day in the early 1970s at Adams? Well, it's pretty tame compared to Well, I mean, no, 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 nothing wild. I'm just saying in general. like it was a big thing. Was it? What do you mean? It was a big thing every Friday afternoon. I think we were we let out 15 minutes early. And sometimes they were in the morning then. Because I think sometimes people would leave. And so then they changed. So then, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember. But, I mean, my God, Matt, this is 45 years ago. That's hilarious you said people would leave because that's that's... A big part of, three of what happened. And we normally got out 3.15. Okay. Or, yeah. yeah. And well, plus back then, you know, the Adams basketball team was exactly. the best we in were the good. state. Right. I do have to stop it here to give a shout out to those early 70s Adams basketball teams led by Coach Hadaway and guard Jimmy Webb that went on to the state championship in 1973. They came up short and were runners up that year but they played two games that day. They won the first one, and they were just pretty much dog-tired by the time the championship game came around. It was played in the newly built Assembly Hall at Indiana University in Bloomington, basically during a blizzard. At least this is what I remember my parents telling me all these years. Still, it's pretty cool to this day that there has been no other Adams basketball team to make it that far. Back to my folks. So, a lot of know, spirit. We, we, there was oh, a lot of good spirit. spirit. Yeah, we weren't just going there to do stroke at bullshit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true, though. You guys, the basketball team was so good, mm-hmm. and so there was just more. Yeah. Well, even our football teams weren't bad. You're right. right. They were decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. They probably we won, won at least games. half right. their we games. We beat Penn. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that's... Well, Penn was I mean, that's not saying much time. back in the 70s. They're no <laughs> farm school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But basketball... We call them Penn farmers. You look forward to the game. Right. You no, know, I don't know when you were there if the teams were any good, but I'm sure you weren't probably looking not. forward to going to the game except to... Just have fun. ...get out of the house. Yes. I mean, we had Spirit Week. We had Spirit Week. Did you guys have Spirit Week where the freshmen were... Yeah. Like every lead. class would decorate a side of the yes, auditorium. If I recall, mm-hmm. yes, that's true. In the hallways, that's right. the hallways would be decorated, mm-hmm. um, and then the gym was. I think the gym was too. Oh, the yeah. gym sure Hadaway was. Hadaway Shack, uh-huh. Hattie yeah. Shack, Hadaway Shack. Yeah. Yep. Now yep. I never took part in any of that. I was always just an observer. Yeah. Tim, did it, you? Were you yeah, I mean, setting not, it up. I had nothing. To do no, with we. I didn't set anything up either. Now my freshman I year, I was much more active. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, like I said, I mean, I went to every basketball game, every football game the right. whole four years. Wow. So the pep rallies were just one part of the whole spirit thing when you were mm-hmm. in high school. You bet. Again, I think it's important to provide perspective uh, via different people's lenses. And so I asked uh, Janae what her perspective was of pep assemblies at that time in her career. Speaking of walking in, we 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 talked about the first time we walked in as freshmen to a pep assembly. We came from Edison Middle School, came to Adams. Okay, guys, the bell's gonna ring at two ten or whatever. Meet up in the gym, and we walked in and just yeah, <gasps> thousands of kids. That middle school to high school man transition is like 
awe-inspiring. It was nuts. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you remember at all like the first time you might have gone to a pep assembly there, or maybe early on? Do you have any well, recollections? Well, here's the problem. <laughs> Since I was so young, yeah. Um, I was almost just like one of the students at that mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. So my perspective wasn't like I'm an adult here at a pep assembly. Uh -huh. It was like, I was just doing this three years ago. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, you know, it, it's really the perspective that I have about That's the pep true. assemblies was still almost the student mentality. Yeah. And I mean, they were fun and lively uh -huh. and great. And here's the really sad part. They're nothing like that anymore. Thank you for listening to another episode of Memory Mission, part one of Phoebus and Butthead. I hope that it reminded you of your own pep rallies freshman year, walking into a gym, scared shitless, and you looked down at your little punk friends, and at that moment, decided that over the next three years, the class of 1996 would chant, scream, and walk out on our way into history. That's happened to everyone, right? In episode two, you'll hear us describe how things got out of hand. In a game of cat and mouse, we responded to the school administration's new rules at pep rallies, not with obedience, but rather with outlandishness, including inappropriate chants, vulgar graffiti, an entire student body walkout, and yes, even a customized Phoebus and Butthead t-shirt depicting our principal. Be sure to listen to the next episode. If you like our show, be sure to share it with a friend, follow us on Facebook, Memory Mission, and Twitter, at Memory Mission, or you can also reach out to me at memorymission at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.